All right. Excited to get going today. DB, what's our topic for today? Our topic is choosing our own thoughts. Choosing our own thoughts. Awesome. Well, there's a lot for us to dive into, but I guess it would be helpful to kind of start by talking about how we got interested in this topic. So where did this kind of come from? I think it came from not really knowing how powerful our minds are and that we don't have to fear just the anxiety that all these overwhelming thoughts have on our lives Um, and just knowing that we have the choice to control um, and feel powerful. For sure. And so like for you, what would be an example of a thought that you're actively choosing on a daily basis or something, maybe a specific situation where you have to choose a thought? I would say when I wake up, I feel a certain way and say I wake up and I feel sad or I feel anxiety from a dream that was really overwhelming. I have the power to not live my day in fear or fear overwhelmed just because I woke up feeling that way. And, you know, I can remind myself of a truth such as I am strong and I am not this dream. And then I can live my day feeling super powerful, feeling super awesome, um, not overwhelmed just because of a dream that isn't real. That's so true. That's really good because I know I'm someone who gets in that space where my first thought of the day can be really negative. And a lot of times I don't know necessarily how to bounce back from that and I can spiral. So if the first thought of the day is I've got a million things to do today and I already feel behind and it's 6.30 a.m., like in my mind just starts going, um, that throws me off and that is a cycle that can stay for a while. So um, teach me and, and teach some, some people that are listening, like how can we um, learn to develop that process or what are, what are some steps I guess we can kind of take um, and how did you learn to do that better? I think one awesome trick that I've learned is we aren't able to control our thoughts if we don't even know what what they are. So the first thing that we have to focus on is self-awareness. And the more that we even become aware of all these thoughts, then we can start to dive into them because I think it's around 60,000 thoughts that we have a day. And... I'm pretty sure like 90% of them are negative and they are also um, subconscious. So the more we can get in tune with even what we're thinking, um, then we can dive into how we want to process them and what we want to believe about them. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And um, so what would you say to someone then who says, you know, I I want to quote unquote think positive, uh, but these negative thoughts keep coming up and they don't feel like they're choosing them. You know, maybe they, they want to think great things about themselves or other people, but they keep finding themselves in situations where like these crappy ideas or, or these words or these patterns keep revolving. What, what would you say to someone who's thinking, you know, I'm not choosing this. This is just how it is. I think that's a super good question. And we've definitely talked about this before, but it really comes down to not thinking positively, but thinking of things that you can believe are true about yourself. For example, Jason, if I said, you are so strong right after you just failed, would you believe in your strength in that moment? 
No way, not a chance. So it's changing what you believe in that moment. So in that moment, do you believe that you were trying your best and tomorrow's a new day? Yeah, I can believe that. So it's tricking the mind and also just believing in things that are still true, but being raw and honest and not um, just telling yourself, oh, it's okay. Like, maybe it's not okay. And you can be honest with yourself and there's no shame in even feeling down. I think that's also a belief that, um, you know, you might believe that to feel means you're weak, but that's also a belief that um, you can change because that isn't true. Um, Yeah, would you say that you felt like feelings kind of coincide with being weak yourself? Yeah, and I think that's an area a lot of times where there's like feelings about feelings where um, some of that snowballing effect can start. Like I'm, I'm someone who wants to be feeling great all the time. And so then I can spiral if I'm not wondering why I'm not. And, uh, but it's interesting to hear you say some of those things about like getting me thinking about um, choosing something I can actually believe in the moment. Because a lot of times, um, especially for us, like the more people are going to hear our backgrounds coming from athletic backgrounds and um, specifically playing tennis, it's growing up, it's always like think positive, think positive, do positive, be positive, speak positive. And it's like, that's just a buzzword people throw out. And a lot of times to me, like I, I try to take it at surface level, but it always bugged me because it felt fake and it felt fluffy and um, it just didn't feel real. And so I think that's helpful to think, okay, what can I, what can I actually believe in, in this moment? Cause a lot of times, like say I'm playing in a tennis match, right? And I played awful and I just got destroyed in the first set and I'm starting the second set. And I want to think to myself, like I'm playing great. Like that's quote unquote positive that's so unhelpful and it's just not real. So something along the lines of, okay, there's another set coming up. Um, I know I've put in the work. That's not necessarily positive. That maybe is more neutral, but that's real. And that's something that's actually helpful. So I guess that leads me to a different question I'll hit you with is how do we go from kind of thinking, okay, let's choose our next thought to allowing our thoughts to lead into some productive actions, like to let those thoughts move us towards a, a goal or an objective for us? I think it starts with the preparation and to take it back to the tennis example. In a moment of anxiety, in a moment of pressure, you need to prepare. And a lot of that has to do with breath work and visualization and um just journaling i know me and you both journal a ton but the more we can break down um these beliefs and these thoughts that we don't want that aren't helping us reach our potential then it's going to take a lot of work it's not going to come naturally it's not going to come easy so you also don't need to beat yourself up because oh no i'm not thinking um a thought that's helping me move forward Yeah, like the first time around, if you're used to thinking negatively, it's not going to happen on the first try. So I think a lot of it has to do with the way that we're viewing ourselves in the process. And, you know, for me, it's giving myself grace in the process, knowing that 
I'm still growing because I'm choosing myself. I'm choosing to change my beliefs and that's something that I should be proud of and no one can take that away from me. So a lot of it has to do with still loving yourself in the process and not letting um, failures or what other people think kind of get in the way. But a lot of it definitely comes down to the preparation and um, just the time that you're spending um, (laughs) just breaking down these, these thoughts. Yeah, I think that's huge. I love what you said about choosing yourself. Uh, And I think a lot of times uh, in certain social circles, there can be some stigma around that. Like it's very selfish, it's very conceited or arrogant. Um, But hearing you talk about it and and knowing you as a close personal friend, like I see how beneficial that is. And it actually spills over into how you're able to, to love others well and care for people. So can you... Talk us through a little bit of how you transition or maybe like how you're still working through. Because obviously it's a it's still a process. Um, but having some of that I'm choosing uh, to love myself instead of condemning myself in negative thoughts. Because for me, I, I know even just in the last couple of days, uh, feeling frustrated about just whether it's results in certain things or worrying about what others may be thinking and getting stuck in some of those thoughts. Um, I have negative thoughts about negative thoughts. So, so talk to us a little bit about um, getting to a place of, of choosing yourself and, and some of that um, almost self-compassion. That is so good. Self-compassion is something that transforms growth. One, because we're not able to believe even compliments that we hear about ourselves from other people if we don't believe them about ourselves. So Jason, if I heard you tell me that I'm beautiful, but I struggle to believe that, your compliment will go in one ear and out the other and will not help me whatsoever um, with confidence and with what I believe about myself. So it really does start about waking up looking yourself in the mirror and telling yourself that you're awesome, that you're a freaking badass, that you're going to just own the day. And whether it feels weird, whether it feels uncomfortable or not, you need to start loving yourself because if you don't, no one else will give you the respect or whatever you're looking for. They're not going to give it to you if you don't give it to yourself first. Yeah, I think that's good. And I think also um, the piece of being able to receive love from other people, like even if someone is loving you, if you don't think you're worthy of it or don't think you're valuable, then how are you going to be able to interpret that and actually internalize it? Yeah. No, so that's that's really good. Um, and and hearing you talk kind of about choosing, choosing a thought when um, it's something that is negative, that is is tempting to believe. It makes me think about this video that I was sent the other day um, by one of my coaches. And it, it was just a really old video, this guy talking for about 20 seconds. And he said, um, what's the difference between a hero and a coward? Uh, it's not what they think. The hero and the coward think the same thing. They're both terrified. The difference is that the hero actually goes out and gives his all regardless of his fear, whereas the coward stops in his tracks because he let the fear mm-hmm. stop him. And so that has just stood with me for the last couple of days of um, action 
through our thoughts can actually transform our thoughts. Mm. Um, Cause that sounds like that's just an empowering confidence building process um, to take, take some steps uh, past that fear and choose, choose action instead, instead of being frozen, you know? That's so good. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. Can you kind of explain how that relates to the way that God views us? Yeah. So I'm excited you asked this because this is um, such a huge topic. And I think for a lot of people, the word God is just so loaded. Um, but something that is is really important to understand is how um, personal <laughs> our understanding of God can really be. And so um, I think when it comes to uh, choosing thoughts in, in regards to God, um, and, and for us, we're, we're talking from, from a Christian faith background. And so uh, for us believing a lot of um, biblical principles and, and, and what's written in the scriptures. So, for example, uh, if you are reading a certain part of the Bible, you might see um, God saying, do not fear. You might see um, you are loved, some of these things. And uh, as a Christian, like that's believed to be truth. Um, that does not mean the first time that you read that line, you're going to be like, oh, that's that's real. Like, I've got it. That's it. And you're all cheery and good to go after that. Um, I think, I mean, you were talking about waking up each morning and looking in the mirror and saying, I'm a badass. You're awesome. Let's go. And I think uh, in regards to God and believing what God says about you can be the same sort of thing is it's a day by day, moment by moment snowballing process Mm -hmm. rather than just um this hollywood movie click like and you hit the jackpot and all of a sudden you believe all these things um it is so not like that and i think a lot of times um from what i've seen and even experienced in my own uh faith walk is if you believe that it's a one and done um so you believe in god and I'm going to take him at his word and everything's good. And then you encounter some tough things. It's like the walls kind of fall down and you're, you can spiral there. Um, so understanding, and this is something I, I try to stress a lot, but that a walk with God and also just what he thinks about us, understanding that more is a step-by-step process versus a zero to 100 completion in a heartbeat. Um, I hope that answers the question. I know I probably rambled a little bit, but I hope that was helpful. Yeah, I think that was super helpful. It was. It would be something that I would want to hear um, when I was kind of in the beginning of my journey of finding God. But I think the moral of the story for me is believing my identity in in Christ and what God says is true about me is something that, like you said, Jason, that you grow into. So it takes time and it's okay to be honest um, with where you're at. But even back to my statement of saying, I'm a badass, I'm awesome. That actually is also how God views us. So loving yourself isn't necessarily self-righteousness it's just agreeing with what god already knows is true about you and um i just think it's awesome to kind of go on that journey of who am i god and inviting him into that because when we do um we just unlock doors about ourselves that we didn't even know were there and most of the time we are hindered by viewing ourselves because of what we've believed about ourselves for 
our whole lives that is not true. And I think that totally ties back to our thoughts, right? We think negatively about ourselves. Therefore, we're unable to agree with what God already says is true about us. Um, So it's this process of kind of uncovering all these walls that we've built. And the more we allow God into that process um, and just be still and kind of listen to him and learn more of what he really thinks about us, the easier it is to kind of agree with that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that is so good. And what I'm hearing you say there is that self-deprecation and like talking down on yourself and like belittling yourself, that's not humility. That's actually like, that's pretty prideful. And it's, it's humility is saying, oh, God thinks I'm awesome. Okay, then I'm going to, I'm going to just run with that. Like, I'm going to choose to believe that thought. And um, I think that's, that's so good because uh, for people, I think in all backgrounds, but particularly uh, people who may find themselves in in um, faith institutions or, or in different Christian circles may see that they feel nervous to like, quote unquote, big themselves up, you know, and, and, and give themselves compliments or, or feel great about themselves because I think that may not be um, a cr- Christian thing to do. Um, but it's just cool to see how you tie that together um, biblically and, and, and taking God at what he says about us. Exactly. I think one thing that I've learned is God just wants us to fall in love with ourselves because he already loves us unconditionally. And the thing that we don't believe, the thought that we don't believe is that he's, he's, he's a liar, that he's not true when he says, I love you when you keep on failing. It's hard to believe after losing several tennis matches, after failing, several times after being rude to people who love you that you're still loved unconditionally and you know if we have never had god in our lives we've never had an example of perfect love so it makes sense why it would be hard for us to think of even imagining what that even looks like i mean for both of us we don't know exactly what that looks like but the more we spend time with god the more we can choose our thoughts and choose to agree with what God says is true but it's all um starts with our minds um yeah yeah I think that's so true and um something I also just want to touch on is and kind of going back to a point that I mentioned a little earlier about believing God being a growth process and never being fully complete um is that so for myself uh been a believer for a number of years now but still at times struggle to receive unconditional love from God. And you are so right that if someone has never had God in their life, there cannot be an example of unconditional love. You may have had the best parents, the best, best friend in the whole world, but um, there is a brokenness on earth that just um, consumes, right? And so God is only example we have of, of unconditional love. So, but how... Um, how could you encourage someone or what would you say to someone? And this is maybe just me asking you out of my own heart right now, but who is struggling to uh, feel valuable or um, worth sometimes, even as a Christian, even someone who's been a Christian for a little while and still uh, maybe every once in a while is like, wow, I, I feel like I'm, I screwed up. I kind of feel like a screw up. I would say... 
that that's normal. One, it's normal to not have it together. I want to just give compassion to everyone who does feel that way and bring reality into the picture and say that every single Christian, every single human is struggling. And one thing that I don't necessarily love about the Christian faith or just our Christian society is how we don't share the hardest things that are going on when in reality we should be the first to share yeah because we relate to each other when we can be vulnerable about what we actually are thinking and our mind is powerful but if we don't share our mind with people then we feel scared and that's where the fear gets in because we don't want to show people that we're actually thinking negative things about ourselves because we know deep down if we don't trust ourselves, then how can anyone else trust ourselves? So I think you have to bring in compassion for yourself, but also know that you're not alone. Um, But find those people in your life who aren't going to judge you, who actually will give you love that you deserve. Um, Because, you know, there are people out there who, when you are honest, they're going to take advantage of you. And by cultivating spaces um, in your life for you to actually get what you deserve um, is is the first step, but it's definitely hard. Um, but inviting God into that, he's definitely going to show you um, kind of who is your circle, who are your people, and the people who aren't good for you, like it's okay to say goodbye. Um, but that's getting a little too much into it, but yeah. No, that was awesome. I think it's going to free up and help so many people. And uh, what DB's talking about when she she's saying finding your people and having community, uh, guys, that's not easy. <laughs> that's not something where um, it's just like people are on every street corner who are going to be so accepting at every vulnerable thing that you share. Like, <laughs> yeah, we wish real. that we're real. Um, that's just not. But I like. I just want to say I'm grateful that I have um, a handful of those people in my life and, um, get to do this podcast with one of those people. And we want that for other people. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy we were able to share that. And so I guess just any, any other thoughts you want to share with people or or have them take today and, and learn and grow with? I'd say one tool would be waking up and looking in the mirror and, choosing to love on a part of your physical appearance that you usually don't um just do that every day this week look at yourself and even if it's just loving on say your hair say you don't like your hair and you look at yourself and you're like i love my hair and that can sound so hard to say but starting to break down lies um and just seeing see what that feels like um it could be super uncomfortable you can hate it but in reality, when you love yourself, and again, God loves your hair. He, he gave you the, all the hair on your head. Whatever that belief is that you're trying to change, just start small and, and don't be afraid. But if you are, it's okay to be honest. Yeah, that's so good. And she touched on breaking down lies. That is something we're going to dive into so much more. So I'm excited to get to that with you guys. But just grateful you listened today. Hope you got some good nuggets out of this. And we will see you next time. Thank you guys so much. It was so fun to talk.